Hello, horror guys and gals, and welcome back to the We Love Horror podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything and anything horror. I'm Michael, and today I am joined by a very good friend and special guest, Mark from a podcast on Elm Street, also known as the Bearded Beauty of Ontario. <laughs> oh, you got it right that time. I did get it right. I'm very <laughs> proud of myself. I practiced today. Um, how the hell are you today, buddy? I'm great, man. I'm great. Thanks a lot for having me on again. Uh, it's weird recording without my co-host Brooke, but, uh, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get this done. Yes. It's gonna, it's gonna be a blast though. Um, for sure. I would have asked Brooke, but I knew that he was working today. So I was like, he's not gonna be able to do it. Yeah. He's one of those losers that works regular hours. I know. Right. He's not cool enough to work night shifts like the rest of us, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. But, uh, yeah, thank you for coming on because I know that this episode was also kind of last minute because um, I was supposed to record an episode this weekend and uh, the people I was supposed to record with backed out at the last minute just because they had other things going on. Um, so I contacted you like a couple days ago. I was like, Mark, do you want to fill in? And so, yeah, you graciously filled in that slot for me. So thank you very much. I accepted your request. <laughs> Very much appreciated. I, I I love it. So thank you. Ah, it's always a good time recording with you. I don't mind. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Making me blush over here. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you again. And uh, I guess, do you want to uh, plug in your podcast for the listeners? Sure. So like Michael said, I'm Mark. Uh, I'm one half of a podcast on Elm Street. We release weekly episodes on a different horror movie each episode. Um, We're on Instagram at a podcast on Elm Street. You can find us there. Uh, We're fairly active on there. Um, If you, I I don't know, we're doing this promotional thing this season where we're accepting uh, like promo clips from other podcasts or other content creators. So if you're ever wanting to uh, participate in that, if you're a content creator, just give us a, a message in the DMs, I guess. Slide into the DMs. That's what I was trying to say. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Normally I'm better at that. I don't know what the hell that was all about. Fumbling over my words. Well, you know what? I think you did a great job. So it's because it's two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm used to recording at night. So you're throwing off my whole feng shui with this. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're also used to being able to drink while you do it, too. That's true. I usually have a buzz on by the time I start spewing that stuff out. So you're uh, completely 100 percent sober today, are you, Mark? Stone cold. Mm. Stone cold Steve Austin sober. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, what have you been up to this past week? What have you watching anything good? Oh man, this week has been fucking crazy, dude. Uh, we just, uh, Brooke and I would just participated in a big episode with, um, Chuck, uh, with Chuck goes to the movies and, um, I don't know. It's kind of already out in the open now, but Actually, by the time this episode drops, it might even be more out in the open. But um, we did like a roundtable discussion with a few other people about uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So that has really been consuming my time the last like week. And on top of Brooke and I like recording our own episodes and we did a couple interview episodes last weekend. So it's just been like just been crazy, man. I have 
like zero time to watch anything other than what I was like needing to watch for podcasting. But now that's all done and out of the way. So I'm going to start getting back into my regular routine of watching things or playing my PlayStation, whatever, like whatnot. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Yeah. And I can attest to that, too, because I know how busy you've been this past week, because not only do you have to work, but then you come home and, you know, I'd be, I'd be texting you and you'd be like, yeah, I'm watching these movies right now. I'm like, I don't know how I don't know how any of you did it. I don't know how Chuck did it. I don't know how you and Brooke did it. Like, these are fucking long movies. These aren't short they're, movies. They're very long. So it's it's um yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> It's a lot of dedication and time that you guys put into that episode. So I'm very much yeah. looking forward to listening to it, though. It was well worth it, though. I mean, the discussion that we all had last night was pretty fucking awesome. So I'm excited to hear the final product. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I haven't really. I mean, I've watched a few things this week. I finished uh, the third season of Good Girls on Netflix. So I'm done with nice. that show for now. I don't know if they're going to put out a fourth season but i guess we'll we'll find out later but yeah finish that show um aside from good girls i also watched the movie that we're going to be discussing today a few times this week so um won't get into that yet because we want to <laughs> we want to wait until after this little discussion first to announce what uh episode we're talking about but uh yeah watched that a few times this week i fucking love that movie so good very very excited to talk about the movie that we're talking about with you today mark so yeah, it's a good one. So uh, aside from that, not a whole lot going on with me this week. Just I've kind of had mm, op. No, I've been pretty busy this week. I was going to say I've kind of had the opposite <laughs> schedule of you this week, Mark. But now I've been pretty fucking busy. <laughs> We're always all busy. That's true. Busy bees up in here. There's no sleep in the podcast game, right? There is not. No time. No time for sleep or rest. No. going 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 um but uh yeah so are you ready to get into the question horror round today we did three because uh yeah. we're a little strapped on time today so <laughs> we narrowed it down from five to three so since you are the guest of honor today mark i'm going to let you go first oh well thank you how chiv chivalrous of you all right uh question number one what is the last movie to really scare you you know what? I'd actually have to say the movie that we're talking about today. Okay. Because, right. and the reason for that being is because, um, I don't know. I've seen movies of this caliber before and we'll get into, we'll get a little bit more into detail with that later on. Mm -hmm. But um, there was just something about this movie that really freaked me out because first and foremost, I totally believe in that kind of shit. I don't mm -hmm. mess with that shit. Um, so and, and when I watched it with my sister, um, I actually tried watching this with my sister. And this was only the second time I'd seen this movie. And I started watching it with Maddie. And me and Maddie were sitting there and we were downstairs in this little basement area. Outside this door, we've got like a little, uh, you've seen it before I showed you. But yeah. uh, got like couches out there and like a big screen TV. And we were watching it downstairs. And we started hearing shit upstairs. Like it sounded like someone was walking around upstairs. Like we kept hearing thumping, like footsteps upstairs and all three of us mm -hmm. were downstairs like kellen was asleep on the couch which is my other roommate and me and my sister were sitting on the other couch and we could hear something walking around so we we're like we're just gonna shut this movie off now <laughs> my sister was my sister was getting really spooked so <laughs> we didn't get the movie finished i didn't get to finish watching it with her but uh yeah some weird shit was happening while we were watching that movie so we're like we're just gonna shut it off now yeah i don't blame you so uh but yeah i'd have to say this uh this film that we're talking about today 
Okay. What about you, Mark? Uh, this one did get me. Like, there's some scenes that did get me. Um, the last one that, uh, like, I have a couple of answers, but it's like for different types of scares. So the Conjuring, well, I guess the Conjuring two for like its massive amounts of jump scares. Um, like that movie got me. Both those movies got me. Both Conjuring movies. Um, and I'm not usually a fan of jump scares, but the way that they did it, it, like they did it so expertly that I can't even complain about the jump scares that are in that. Um, but then there's, uh, I, I think I've talked to you about it before, but unfriended dark web, um, that movie, it's not, it's not your traditional scary movie, but that movie like scared me to my core, like as weird as that sounds. Cause it like made me realize like how fucked up people can be and like what they can do to act like absolutely ruin your life. Like the stuff that I don't know if I'm assuming you've seen it, but for your listeners, if you haven't seen it, like basically there's like this internet troll and he gets in into the dark web and then someone hacks into his computer and photoshops like everything and like makes it look like he murdered somebody like he altered videos and stuff like that like it's just fucking insane the stuff that he was able to do and that like it really scared me like just as like a human being of what somebody can do yeah because i feel like the first unfriended was more supernatural this one was more based Mm in um reality so yeah yeah, and i don't fuck with shit like that like i believe that the dark web is actually real and i don't i don't fuck with it i don't oh it's very real (laughs) i have no i have no interest in partaking in any part of that so (laughs) it's just it's fucking scary what people are capable of doing especially in this day and age with you know all the technology that you have all the fucking you know stuff that you can do with Mm -mm, nope so i i totally agree with you on that it's it's scary on a whole other level because it's more Mm -hmm. realistic And like I watch these like they could be staged. I don't know. But I got obsessed for a little while of watching these uh, videos on YouTube. And there's a couple guys that had a page that were dedicated to it. But they would order these mystery boxes off of the dark web and get it shipped to them. And like they would open the stuff up and like the stuff that got sent to them. I was just like, oh, my God, like balls of hair or they would like have pictures of like someone being kidnapped and stuff like that and like it could all be staged just for clout on youtube but i mean it still fucked you up like watching it because it was like is it fake like you don't know i mean a lot of them are um yeah (laughs) a lot of them because i feel like once this whole dark web thing kind of like started catching traction everybody started doing them and like you can tell Mm. i feel like there's some where you can tell where it's like okay i can't tell if that's real or fake but then there's some that are like blatantly obvious that it's just like okay you wrapped this box up in your own fucking house and (laughs) yeah made it but i mean but some of them are so well done that it it just seems so real yeah it's crazy so my uh first question is what is the scare because you and i we both totally believe in like paranormal shit um so you and i totally believe in that but i'm curious to see to ask you what is your scariest supernatural experience that you've ever had if you've had one Uh, of course i have um we used to live in a house when i was uh, from like 12 to 14 maybe yeah yeah about that about that age range and um it was haunted as shit like there's no doubt in my mind 
um, I would be home alone and you could hear footsteps upstairs. Like you were saying about whenever you were watching this movie and it like, there's a very distinct difference between like house creaking, like natural house creaking and like legitimate footsteps. And I was home alone. I was watching a movie. We had pets, but they were all in the living room with me. And like, there was like very blatant footsteps upstairs. Um, we had this creepy ass basement that was unfinished and all that was down there was uh, like the washer and dryer and that door would creep open all the time. Like it would like be latched and it would open like it would unlatch and then open. Um, we had a chandelier above our dining room table and it would like sway, like not like violently sway, but you would see it like swaying back and forth. Um, my mom's partner, it was her house and, uh, she was getting ready for work one day and she was in the kitchen and then, uh, she went back upstairs to like get dressed or something like that. And then she came back down and all the cupboard doors and the fridge doors were wide open. It was like just fucking creepy shit like that. Like I've never had anything like violent or anything like that. It was just, it's almost like one of those trickster ghosts that you hear about or spirits. Yeah. Like a poltergeist maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. That's spooky. Mm -hmm. That is spooky, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Um, yeah, I've, um, I'm no stranger to that either. I've had many of them. Yeah. <laughs> I get, I literally, I'm not lying when I, when I could tell you that I could have a podcast just full of just my own, uh, experiences, my family's experiences, my mm-hmm. friends experiences. Like I could just have a whole podcast based on that, but yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But, uh, what's your question number two, Mark? Okay. Um, Brooke was on HMC for that Wolf Cop episode and I was supposed to be on it too, but there was a question that I had for them um, that I had submitted via Patreon and it was uh, what children's movie or scene really scared you as a kid and if you watched it again today, would it still scare you? Oh, okay. I have a couple of them. Uh, So the one, I don't know if you, have you ever seen the Brave Little Toaster? (laughs) I have. Is this the example that Brooke was going to, that Brooke used to? Really? Did Brooke say the same thing? uh, He mentioned the Brave Little Toaster. And if it is the same scene, that scene is fucking creepy. Yeah, it's the scene where the toaster has the nightmare about being chased by the fucking clown with the big ass fire hose. And then he's hanging up above the bathtub. Oh my God. Mm -mm. That that scene is like nightmare fuel for me. That scene and uh, the scene with the air conditioner too was creepy as fuck. Like that air conditioner was really creepy. It's like the fact that they put that scene in a children's movie. I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. what were you thinking? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, that one and um, <laughs> see that one's still kind of creepy to me. But the the one that's really funny to me now that I watch it when I, that I'm like, why was I ever scared of this? But it's that episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog, okay. where um, it's the one where it's like the guy. And he's like, bring me the slab. And he's like, all like, <laughs> it looks all like stupid. It looks stupid now. But when I was younger, that episode scared the shit out of me. I did not like yeah. it. You know what For episode sure. I'm talking about, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> so, what about you, Mark? Um, the answer that I was going to give on HMC, if I was there, and Seth actually used this movie as well, but he used a different scene. But um the scene in the never ending story, whenever you first see the nothing. So it's basically, 
it's like this black wolf dog kind of thing and it's like it's a puppet but it's fucking super creepy and it's like kind of coming in and out of a cave and just its voice and the way it's looking that scene always fucked me up as a kid um there was another one too oh uh the movie labyrinth just like and pretty much any scene in that movie was creepy as all hell but i mean i love that movie now but as a kid it really fucked me really uh (laughs) fucked your mind up yeah yeah it's uh yeah those are good examples too because i just feel like there's a lot of stuff that they put out back in the day where it's like why did you ever think this was a good idea to put this movie out for children or like Mm -hmm. this specific scene like it's just like how did you ever think that this was (laughs) not gonna freak kids out and give them nightmares (laughs) i don't know but uh yeah good question mark i like that one thanks all right my next question is and this is hard because i was like trying to find questions that you hadn't already answered on the last episode that i did with you and brooks i was like fuck how do i how do i go about answering these questions um so my next question is how long do you think you would survive in a horror movie mark or i guess more specifically let's uh let's gear it uh to this episode specifically so how long do you think you would survive in host i'm glad you specified because there's a different answer for each genre of movie uh it's hard to answer that question because like none of them really do anything that change the time of when they die or they get killed. So, I mean, it's not like I can do anything specifically other than well, like you can't even leave. Cause I mean, Teddy leaves and he comes back and uh, I don't know, man, I'd, I'm going to say I'll make it to the end, but I'm not going to survive. Like everybody, everybody died. Uh, but I, I, I'd be one of those dumb motherfuckers that would stay on the call for the whole thing <laughs> of what's going to happen next. Right. I'd be like, I want to see what happens. I want to know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be that fucking, uh, oh, what's her name in scream three when she wants to go back. She's like, I want to know what happens. I want to know yeah. what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard question to answer because I mean, like, there's no, there's no way around it, really, and you, you can't change the course of anything throughout it. Yeah. So you, you, so you're saying you would survive until the end, but you'd still die. Yep. Yeah, I feel like I'd <laughs> die too. There, there's really no, I guess, there's really no way out of, out of that movie, is there? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> or just maybe just not involve yourself in the seance period. How about that? Yeah, but I mean, we're weirdos, so we would, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I did just bring up to you right before we started recording. I was like, you know, it kind of would be fun to do a Discord host watch party where we have a seance beforehand. And you're like, not in my house. (laughs) (laughs) I would do it, but I would not do it in my house. I'm not opening my fucking house to the spirit world. Fuck that. Yeah, let's uh, let's do it to someone else's house and they can fucking (laughs) deal with it. Oh man. And let's not invite Josh because he would probably fucking just piss whatever it is off. He would be Gemma. That's what I wanted to say to you. Like in this episode, I was like, he is the fucking Gemma of this of this movie. <laughs> and I even told Josh that yesterday when we recorded our episode, because I was telling him that you and I were recording this one today. And yeah. I was like, you are so fucking Gemma. It's not even funny. <laughs> but uh, anyway, hit me with your last question, Mark. Uh, what is your favorite on-screen kill? 
in this film? Nope. In general. Ooh. Damn. If you want, we can make it for this movie. Yeah, let's do it for this movie because that's a really broad question too. It is. <laughs> um, if I had to pick any on-screen kill in this movie, it would probably have to be Caroline's when she's like in her face, like smashed against yeah. the yeah, because it's it's just it comes out of fucking nowhere, and you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably that one. That's yeah, that's my answer too. Because it was just so out of out of nowhere. It was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, like you're just seeing her like created background that she made. And then just all of a sudden you just see her face smashing off of her keyboard or her desk. And then it like flips back to the background and then it flips back to her getting her face smashed. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> uh, good question, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. So if you had to pick any genre of horror to uh, direct, what genre of horror would you pick? So there's like horror slasher. comedy. There's, oh, a slasher, huh? <laughs> Hands down, without a doubt. Why is that? Uh, I feel like they're probably one of the easier ones to direct. Um, like with paranormal, you got to figure out how you're gonna fucking get people to float in the air and all this shit. Um, and it's like slashers are my favorite horror subgenre, so. I just feel like I could have a lot of fun with it. Plus you can get like really fucking creative with kills and like different weapons that they use and stuff like that. I just think it'd be fun. Very true. Good answer. I would ask you the same question, but I know the answer. What is the answer? I would, I I would assume slasher as well. Cause I mean, you've done them. Well, I've done them, but uh, no, that wouldn't be my answer. Okay. Maybe I don't know. (laughs) Mine would actually probably be paranormal. Okay. Just because, yeah, I mean, it is a more, di- it is a little more difficult to, uh, you know, set up, you know, like the gags and stuff like that, where it's like someone's floating in the air or something gets like a chair gets pulled or a door opens or something like that. But it's like you, you can do so many different things with the paranormal genre because like there are no bounds, there are no of uh, realms of realism when it comes to paranormal stuff. So you can just go off the wall fucking crazy if you want to. So that I don't is know. true leads it leaves a lot for creativity in my opinion so that's true i think that's why i would do it but yeah thank you mark for uh participating in the three question horror round today (laughs) (laughs) it was a good time it was so without further ado would you like to get into the movie that we're talking about today let's do it and what movie would that be mark this afternoon i guess we are talking about 2020's host not the host just host (laughs) not to be confused with the the host (laughs) exactly there is no the it's just host (laughs) so in case there's people out there that are like this movie wasn't made in 2020 what yeah this movie's Um, not found footage on a zoom call yeah that's a different movie what (laughs) (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah, I have a few just tidbits of information that I want to throw out here. So it was made in 2020, as Mark said, uh, it has an IMDB score of 6.6. Um, and then the synopsis is, do you want to read off the synopsis for us, Mark, since you are the guest of honor today? All right. So the synopsis on the outline that you sent to me, when six friends try to contact the dead over zoom an innocent seance becomes a nightmare when they accidentally summon a malevolent spirit. 
and they all fucking die. Spoiler alert, none of them survive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, great job, Mark. Thank that you. was good. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, it was directed by Rob Savage. It was also written by Rob Savage, uh, Gemma Hurley, and Jed Shepard. And I also want to um, preface, actually, I want to shout out another podcast, um, Horror Project Podcast, because they mm-hmm. recently did an episode where they interviewed Gemma Hurley, and it's fantastic. There are yeah. so many things I learned about this movie from just from that episode <laughs> that I yeah. didn't already know. Um, they interviewed so. Salen, too. Yeah. Yeah, which was a really good one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this movie stars Haley Bishop, Gemma Moore, Emma Louise Webb, Radina Drendova, and Caroline Ward. And they all basically, these are all their names in real life. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's yeah. kind of funny. They just use their real names that they have in real life. Um, which I like about it because I find like that makes it even more real. Like it mm-hmm. makes it feel like it's like a legitimate Zoom call. Oh yeah. And, and we'll, we'll get into that too, because holy shit, the, how realistic this movie is when I watch it, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it does, it's literally so, so good. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, I have a little bit of a backstory here that I wanted to read as well that I thought was interesting. So host was originally based off a short video that Rob Savage created in early 2020. It involved him investigating strange sounds in his home while on a zoom chat with other people He initially intended to prank his friends who were unaware that when he investigated the attic that something would pop up on camera and scare them. The video went viral online and that is what led Savage to making it into a full length feature. So he kind of attributes that short, that little uh, (laughs) short film video, whatever you want to call it into the inspiration for the actual movie. So yeah, there we go. Yeah. And I found I found this really cool too because um, host was filmed and produced entirely during quarantine. All of the actors filmed in their own homes and were all uh, direct uh, directed remotely. So the director had to like basically <laughs> do it over the Zoom call. Um, and then the actors also had to set up their own lighting, cameras, and stunts. All of the practical effects that you see in the film were all handled by the actors. And a virtual workshop was held to help the actors pull off the effects, such as moving doors or making things fly off the shelves. According to Savage, the film took 12 weeks to complete from its conception to its delivery to Shutter. So three months to do. It's not not bad at all, considering what they had to do. Right, because there, I mean, there's there's some stunts in this film that are incredible. For mm-hmm. you know, that it just the fact that they they pulled this off, the actors themselves pulled these stunts off. I fucking blown away by that. So, yeah, because yeah, there's that one scene where Kaylee uh, gets like pulled through the door like from her chair through the door. It's like, Jesus, like how do you do that without a full like production team with you? Right. It's insane. Like the, just everything, ugh, all the stuff that happens in this movie. I'm like, how did they do that? Mm-hmm. And that was one of the interesting things about uh, the interview with Salem. Like she, that uh, the horror project did. And like, she described some of the things that she had to do. Like she had to tie a rope to, or like a fishing line or something like that to, uh, to a book in her bookshelf and she like pulled her hand so that the book would fall off the bookshelf and just like little things like that that you you really don't see on camera at all yeah and speaking of like a lot of things off camera there's so many moments in this movie that even on most recent watch i watched this movie today before we got into this episode and there's just little Mm -hmm. things that i did not notice and i've seen this Mm -hmm. movie probably like 10 times now and there's just little things that you never notice unless you're really, really paying attention because it's like a mm-hmm. blink and you'll miss it type of thing. So yeah. 
I love that about this movie. Um, there's little Easter eggs that they have scattered throughout this film as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that's basically all I have so far. Um, I didn't really get much into the background with all the direct, like the director and the writers and, um, the mm. actors, cause they haven't done a whole lot of other stuff that I was familiar with. So, yeah. um, that's kind of why I came up with the, the whole backstory thing, just cause I thought that was really interesting. So do you have any, uh, anything else you wanted to, to bring up before we get into the actual movie? I don't think so cool cool so uh yeah this uh this movie opens up basically with um Haley's character she's the first one to be introduced in this movie and mm-hmm. it looks to me like she just got this computer because she's taking off like the it starts off with her taking off the little thing on the on the yeah. camera yeah so i'm like oh she must just got this computer for what a special occasion <laughs> <laughs> um i had a question right right from the beginning um and I, I was curious to see if you had the same question in your mind, but to me, it seems like there's already shit that's been going on in Haley's apartment before any of this, this all the, all this shit started happening. So I'm like, yeah. Um, and it begs the question that I'm going to ask later at the end of this episode, because um, it's a question, it's a kind of a theory I have that I've had all along uh, watching this movie on more occasions. Um, it kind of made, <laughs> kind of put a question in my head of whether, this is happening because of a certain event that happens or if this is happening because of Haley, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's a question that I had as well, because right at the start of the movie, she, uh, she like hears something moving in her apartment and then all of a sudden her like linen closet door flops open and all her like mops and stuff like that fall out of it. And I'm thinking like, that doesn't just happen. Like that's not coincidence. Like there's something in there fucking around with her. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um and then she's like hearing all the like she's hearing all these thumping noises and she she goes up to the window. Well, because she she sets it up on the bed and she like mm-hmm. adds all these people to Zoom, all the people that you're about to see in the movie, she adds them all to Zoom. And uh it says that uh Gemma has joined the the chat and is waiting for waiting to be allowed into the room and then you hear like the, you start hearing these thumping noises so then mm-hmm. <laughs> so then Haley walks up to the window and it's like Gemma and she's like throwing shit at the window and she's like sorry sorry can you let me in and she's like oh yeah. shit yeah and I don't know I, I don't know about you but I picked up on this um it seems like Gemma and Haley kind of have a tense friendship with each other yeah and you you see that later on in the movie too like right towards the end because each one of them's blaming each other for what's happening. Um, but yeah, I kind of see that too. Yeah, well, and it, it 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 kind of also starts out subtly like that too, because you can tell that mm-hmm. um, as soon as Gemma hops on the call, because she's she starts out on her phone and she's like yeah. walking into her apartment. And <laughs> this, I don't know why this part cracks me up, but it's like when she's on the Zoom call from her computer and her phone, like it starts doing that echoey like feedback thing. Yeah. And Gemma thinks it's like the funniest fucking thing in the world. Like she's cracking up, she's laughing. And Haley, she's just so annoyed. You can tell she's like, can you, can you like stop it? Can you turn that off? Can you, and, and fucking Gemma just thinks it's the funniest thing. And that yeah. to me is kind of like, already kind of paints a subtle picture of their friendship because it just mm-hmm. seems like Haley's kind of more of takes things seriously she's kind of i don't want to say a stick in the mud but that's kind of how her character is in this movie like yeah she, she, you kind of get that vibe from her yeah and then Gemma's more of like the free spirit she doesn't really give a shit she's kind of like whatever and um mm-hmm. it seems like they really clash and it seems mm-hmm. like they don't really have um 
Because then there's that awkward interaction with them afterward, after uh, she turns her phone off. And she's like, do you mind if I send an email really quick? And she's like, sure, that's fine. And then you kind of get that awkward interaction where Gemma's on her phone and she looks up at Haley, but then looks away. But then Haley looks at her. Yeah. And I read somewhere that that in this watch. mm -hmm. And I read that somewhere that they actually got the inspiration for that part from the Evil Dead movie when that weird awkward scene that we talk about that we hate so much in the HMC episode, how um, the scene where he like gives the necklace to (laughs) Linda and they're, they're giving each other weird eye contact. Oh, it's so weird. So they got inspired for that scene from evil dead. Okay. It's a little subtle reference. Yeah. Um, But yeah, then it's just awkward with, with the two of them. Like they don't really, I don't know. You can tell that Haley, I don't know. I, I don't want to say she doesn't like Gemma, but it, you can tell that there's just some animosity towards her a little bit. Their relationship feels like they're not like friends necessarily. They're more like acquaintances because of the other girls that are in the room. Like, like let's just say Gemma is friends with Emma and Haley's friends with Caroline. And like, they've all, and like, they're just like kind of intertwining a little bit, like friends of friends sort of thing. But it seems like it seems like Haley and Gemma aren't actually like friends with each other. They're just there because they're friends with the other girls that are in the group. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it it does seem like they hang out and stuff like they're they're somewhat friends, but they're not as close with each other as the right. Because as soon as because Emma's the next person to pop up into the chat, like she's just like, Mm -hmm. hey, guys. And then as soon as Emma shows up, Haley's all of a sudden all like, oh, hey, like she's all of a sudden like not monotone at all. And she's yeah. all of a sudden just very lively. And uh, it seems like she's, it's almost like she's like, oh, thank God more people joined the chat now because this was getting awkward. Like, that's what yeah, it felt exactly. like to me. Um, but then you get, I love, I just want to first say with this first scene, because to be honest with you, I love all the scary stuff that happens in this film. But I think my favorite part of this movie is the whole opening part with all these characters where you get introduced to everybody just because, mm-hmm. and and you brought this up like, briefly before we start talking like how realistic it feels Mm -hmm. um because because this film isn't the first of its kind to do this kind of concept unfriended i feel like was like probably the first one to kind of do the whole over like skype thing but the difference between this film and unfriended as i feel feel like unfriended as good as the acting is in that film you can tell that it's actors acting and this one it feels like it's just a bunch of people joining a zoom call Mm -hmm. and when you watch it you feel like you're in this zoom call with these people. Like, it's just like a normal conversation that I feel like if, if you, me, Brooke, you know, HMC, like all these people were in a zoom chat, that's exactly how we would talk to each other. I feel like. Definitely. Yeah. And it's very realistic in that sense. Yeah. And the, and the fact that they mostly ad lib this, cause uh, I remember uh, hearing in the, I don't know if it was the horror project episode or if I just read this online somewhere, like they had a script that they had written but mm-hmm. they kind of just allowed the actors to just kind of go off of, you know, off of random tan- tangents as long as they hit certain beats. Points, yeah. But I had, oh my God, the, the acting in this film is on point <laughs> from everybody. It is. And like considering that none of them have like really big acting roles, it's very impressive what they're able to pull off. Yeah. Well, and I love how um, I'm impressed with the fact that this film is so short in length because it's not quite a short film, but it's not quite a feature length film either. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a hybrid. It's like a weird, it's like a weird hybrid of like a, (laughs) it's like in that weird niche where it's like not a long film, but it's not a short film either. I don't know what you would call it. And in that opening scene too, like we get all these characters and we can, 
the way that they're able to like the movie's only 56 minutes long so they get things moving pretty quickly <coughs> excuse me oh my god i just choked on air uh, <laughs> uh the movie's only 56 minutes long so they get things moving along pretty pretty quickly but um in like the opening like 10 to 15 minutes you really get like the different relationships between each character you get a little bit of like not so much backstory but you learn who each individual character is and like their own personalities and stuff like that so I, I feel like they did a really good job in such a short amount of time on like showing the the audience who each character is individually yeah and, it, and it's crazy it's really subtle too i like the subtle um you know, little things with each character for uh, Caroline, for example, like you get that funny scene with her dad where she's like, Oh no, my dad's not staying home. Tell him what you're doing. He's like, I enjoy the sunshine. And he's like, I enjoy it. And he like flashes the camera and it's just such a comedic scene. And then you get that scene with Radina uh, when she joins with her Mm -hmm. boyfriend that she's living with in quarantine. And you kind of get that subtle tension between her and her boyfriend and they kind of have a conversation about how like you never should move in with somebody during quarantine that you just barely met you know yeah and like teddy and Ginny too like none of the girls like teddy's new girlfriend Ginny. like (laughs) the one thing that Gemma calls her what does she call her like a a knob sack knob sack that's what it was yeah yeah funny yeah she's like what a fucking knob sack yeah but yeah, and this all happens within like a 10 minute span. Like we get each individual character and like what they're kind of going through individually. Yeah, and it's really cool because you also kind of get subtle foreshadowing with each character, how each character is mm-hmm. going to die. Like because uh, mm-hmm. when Caroline first answers, she got she's got like that uh, face mask on. Oh, that's true. And that kind of subtly foreshadows her, you know, face getting smashed up later on. But mm-hmm. uh, um, and then I didn't really catch any of the but according to what i read online there is like supposed to be something that you see subtly with every single character that foreshadows their death in the movie okay the only one i picked up on was caroline's so i might have to watch it interested i'd be interested to look at that list and see what they are yeah well i guess with teddy i guess with like the vape i guess that's supposed to represent the smoke okay like a fire and like the toy Um, but <laughs> I love how they're shit talking on Jenny though, <laughs> mm-hmm. just this whole time. But then as soon as Ted, cause like, they're like, oh yeah, Teddy's supposed to come on here tonight. And they're like, and they're like, did you see the post with Teddy? And she's like the one with Jenny or the other one with Jenny. They're all with Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're talking about how like, they're completely the opposite. Um, Jenny and Teddy, like they're completely opposite people and they don't know how they're even together. And, and then as soon as Teddy pops on, they're like, Oh, hi. They're like, Oh, yeah. we were just talking shit. That's one thing. Now that we're talking about it, cause, um, with, uh, before Gemma gets on, she's in like the zoom waiting room. Right. Are any of the other girls in the waiting room? No, it's just Gemma. So how come, how come Gemma's in the waiting room? And none of the other characters end up like, no, but I mean, like, even whenever they try and connect, because it visible, it shows on the screen that Jem was in the waiting room. But I don't think we see that for any of the other characters. And then even with Salen, it says, or uh, Haley says, oh, she's in the waiting room right now. I got to let her in. But like, how come with Gemma and with Salen, there's a waiting room, but then with none of all the other characters, there is no waiting room. Like, I'm not, I'm not. 
uh, Brooke and I don't use Zoom to record very often, so I'm not like up to snuff with Zoom. And like, if there's like if there's certain ways that you can avoid the waiting room for certain people that you're going to have on a call or. See, I don't know how that works either, but I, I get what you're saying. Cause it's like Gemma had to wait to be let in. So why didn't mm-hmm. anyone else have to be let in, you know, kind of, yeah. cause it just kind of seems like everyone else just pops up. Like they're like, yeah. Oh, Hey, I'm here. Like, it, it, like they didn't have to wait or anything. And that's what made me bring it up to the question because they're talking shit about Teddy and, and Ginny. And then all of a sudden he just pops up and it's almost like, okay, like did Haley purposely not tell them that he was in the waiting room and she was going to let him in or was there no waiting room for every other character? I don't know. Maybe there's just a waiting for room for Gemma because Haley doesn't like Gemma. That's very possible. <laughs> oh man. She's like, yeah, you have to have an invitation to be invited in here. <laughs> I'll add you when I'm ready to talk to you. Yeah. I'll add you when I'm ready to, um, the mental capacity is up to here to be able to handle you. Um, but I have to say Gemma's my favorite character in this entire movie. She's so fucking funny to me. Yeah, she is good. Because I love when they finally get when they finally get Teddy on the call. And I think Teddy's fucking hilarious, too, because he brings up the whole because Haley, first of all, she's like, "Okay, I'm about to let Scion in. So everybody needs to be respectful, blah, 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 blah. Like, I've done this with her a few times. Um, Just don't disrespect her. And and Teddy's like, not to undermine everything you just said, but would it be okay if we played like a drinking game where every time she says the <laughs> astro plane, we take a shot? And and then of course Haley being the stick in the mud that she is, she's like astral plane. It's astral yeah. plane. And he's like, oh okay. And it's just so funny just because, <laughs> like, you can tell Caroline and Emma are the ones that are like taking it more serious than everybody else because everyone else is just mm-hmm. kind of joking around about it. But Caroline, you can tell right from the get go, she's like, oh, fuck, because she, yeah. she's she even states she's like, I don't want to do this. Like, it's it's freaking me out already. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so when they finally <laughs> let Scion in, I love the fucking conversation because Gemma, Gemma is so Josh from HMC in this movie mm-hmm. because Absolutely. I just feel like Josh would be the one that fucking pissed off a spirit in the seance Zoom chat and he would have he would get all of us killed. <laughs> Yeah, because he would he would piss off this demon or whatever it is that's you know we're trying to conjure up. He'd be the one that fucking did it in for all of us. Um, yeah. But I love how Gemma brings up that subtle like fucking snarky comment where she's like, um, "So if my grandparents are Chinese, but I don't speak Chinese, can I communicate to them still?" And you can tell she's asking the question just because she's just being a fucking knob like she's basically just being a cocky (laughs) and she's like oh of course it doesn't matter on the astral plane you can and then you can see (laughs) and then you can see them all just like subtly taking shot yeah and then emma asks if she could like communicate with her dog yeah she's like can i can i communicate with a dead pet and she's like oh of course on the astral plane (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny and that's why i'm saying i love the first like 10 to 15 minutes of this film more than the actual like scary part of it just because it's so Mm -hmm. fucking funny and uh um and i feel like the different and i keep bringing up unfriended as an example because i feel like unfriended is like the perfect example for this film i just feel like an unfriended i didn't give a fuck about any of the characters in that one because they were all kind of just pieces of shit like you find out at the end of unfriended that they're all just pieces of shit and Mm -hmm. not saying they deserved what happened to them but they're not good people so it's like why am i watching a movie and i'm not bagging on unfriended because i love unfriended it's one of my favorite movies but 
the difference between that one and this one is I actually give a shit about the characters in this movie. And it's, it's crazy because they, they did so good with the character development at the start that you actually do are invested in these characters. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, I just think it's such a testament to the writers and the actors and everybody that was involved with this. Just the fact that it's a 56 minute long movie and you're already invested in these characters without even really knowing a whole lot about them, but you care about yeah. them. <clears throat> That's very true. But uh, yeah, I just, <laughs> and then, and then Teddy, <laughs> of course, being the fucking wise ass that he is, he's like, what was the name of that plane again? And <laughs> science, like the astral plane. And you can and you tell can just, Go oh, ahead. I think you were going to say the same thing that I was. But... Yeah, you can see Haley just like the smoke just coming out of her ears. You can tell she's just so irritated. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But then, um, yeah, so then she's like, okay, everybody close your eyes and just imagine, you know, just imagine a circle and they're all closing their eyes and you see fucking Jenny come in to Teddy's part and she like sneaks up on him and then uh, she's basically like, okay, he's got to go and then just closes out of the zoom chat which is which i feel like is also realistic because i feel like we've all had those friends that are just so invested in their relationships or marriages that they just don't fucking care about anything else and it's like yeah that's that part really pissed me off too though it's just like like you can see that Ginny has like a form of jealousy because all of teddy's friends are females by like obviously um he's the only male that's in this friend group and she's like she just comes on, like kisses them and like plays around with them and shit while they're trying to do this whole like visualization thing with Salem. And yeah. And she's like, Oh, Teddy's got to go and click. It's like, wow. Like you're a bitch. You are a knob sack. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you can tell how annoyed all of them are too. Cause it shows Caroline first. And she's just like, like she just has this dead look on her face and she's just like, are you fucking kidding me? And yeah. then, yeah, that's when Emma de- or that's when Gemma delivers that fucking gold line of what a fucking knob sack. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even let Teddy talk to us for two minutes. And then, you know, S- Cyan's like, OK, let's not let this, you know, ruffle our feathers. Let's get back into it. And she's, mm-hmm. you know, she's all like, OK, they do the whole visualization thing. And then um, I love how you get like this first kind of like false scare because like they're just sitting there and all of a sudden um you hear as you start hearing like these banging noises mm-hmm. and they're yeah. like <laughs> they're like what is that and then cyan's like oh sorry i have a delivery sorry sorry and they're like oh. <laughs> uh, well because first Haley's like i feel something touching me like Haley, or no that's after right mm-hmm. yeah yeah so cyan comes back and um they're kind of just you know doing the whole thing where they're like try to think of somebody in your mind and it can be a name it can be a face um and then Haley Haley's the first one to react she's like something just touched me I feel like something just touched me and then Gemma all of a sudden out of nowhere just screams and stands up mm-hmm. and uh Cyan's like what's what's going on what's going on Gemma and she's like I just feel like this pressure around my neck and Gemma just starts like, and for, for this being like a whole, you know, fucking joke, she's actually pretty good at acting. Oh yeah. Like it's a joke. Sure. Like she, her, it was, it's convincing. Cause she starts telling the story about how she knew this guy named Jack in, uh, mm-hmm. in school and how he was like really nice to her once. Cause she cracked her head open and then he like committed suicide. Like he killed himself. Cause he hang, he hung, he hung, he hung himself. <laughs> and uh, then for some reason, uh, cause when Cyan's trying to tell her like what to do, she gets disconnected from the call. 
Mm-hmm. And so everyone's just kind of sitting there like, they're like, are you okay, Gemma? And Gemma just like starts smiling. Like she just, she does one of these like, uh, yeah, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else thinks it's, well, Carol, I don't think Caroline thinks it's that funny. Cause Caroline's like, mm-hmm. um, but everyone else is just laughing and Haley's just so fucking pissed off. I think I would be annoyed at this part. Like I, I understand Haley's frustration through all of this. Like, She's trying to because they always they have a weekly Zoom call or something like that, and this time instead of like doing a board game or something like that, she decided to do this seance because it's something different. And like she contacted uh, her friend who who she's done seances with in the past, and she arranged this whole thing. And they're all just as people in the UK would say, they're just taking a piss on it or taking the piss or whatever the term yeah is, but, <laughs> um and nobody's taking it seriously like i i'd be frustrated too yeah i, I would be annoyed yeah and that's why i don't want to like fully call her a stick in the mud because she's warranted mm-hmm. to feel annoyed because i feel like i would be that character i would be Haley. yeah i mean i i would obviously yeah. i wouldn't be I, that serious but you know i think it would get to a point like for me like the shit that they're pulling i'd be like okay you guys aren't taking this seriously like we're done with it just forget it yeah yeah Oh yeah. Do something else. Yeah. And then, um, and then after that, you realize that she's just me- messing around and um, they're all like, okay, we're going to use the bathroom. So everyone just goes to the back. Cause uh, Haley's like, I'm going to go pee. And she just like yeah. stands up and walks off and then uh, they all leave. And then I love how you kind of get um, that quick second of Gemma and Haley there alone with each other. Again, that awkward, mm-hmm. that awkward moment from the opening scene, you kind of get that again with them too, before everyone else comes back on. Yeah. And uh, I love how I love how Gemma knows that she's like done something wrong because she kind of because because Haley's just sitting here on her phone. She's just like this. And then Gemma's kind of giving her like that, like, look when she's lighting the candle back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the candle blows out whenever Gemma gets up, mm-hmm. which is kind of a subtle thing that you don't really notice the first time you watch it. You're like, oh, shit, yeah. her candle did go out yeah. <clears throat> on its own. Uh, and uh, yeah, so everyone else gets back in and then Gemma's like. I'm, I'm sensing something i'm sensing some tension and she's like there's a name i've got there's a name coming to mind and she's like <laughs> Haley, Haley." and then Haley's like fuck off Gemma." and then that's when everyone else starts arguing they're like are we really gonna do this right now and then this is when you get that first like really good gag with the chair because uh because yeah. Haley, because uh, Haley's sitting there arguing with Gemma, and then all of a sudden she just gets pulled back in the chair which looks so fucking cool mm-hmm. the fact that they yeah. did that practically looks so fucking good yeah and then she just gets like slammed up against the wall and so she's like standing there and then this is the part where i would have been like okay we're done but for some reason Haley's like oh my god something reached out we need to we need to communicate with it and it's like no no you don't (laughs) this is clearly like a malevolent spirit at this point yeah that fucking thing just dragged you across the room i i would not want to i would not want to be participating in this fun house any longer (laughs) no but then uh yeah you get that first scene where she's hearing stuff and i love how you think it's Haley's apartment that it's coming from but then Haley's like it's not my apartment and then you mm-hmm. hear something in caroline's house yeah and this scene fucking spooked me mm-hmm. this scene actually really really f- fucking spooked me because uh there's high tension in this one for sure because mm-hmm. caroline goes out and she's got one of those creepy pull down attic things kind of like in hereditary where you have to pull down the, the ladder yeah. Yeah. And she goes to go up there and she's like, oh, fuck this. She goes back down and she gets like her little, uh, what are, what are those things called? 
the little thing that like the tripod thing that you can attach to your phone or your computer. Oh, yeah. Uh, selfie stick. Selfie stick. There we go. I know. <laughs> I know words. It's fine. <laughs> Pop culture from 2018. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she gets the selfie stick and attaches it to her computer. And she takes the computer up to the attic and she's kind of panning around. And you get that shot of the fucking like just feet hanging. Like it goes, mm-hmm. it goes by the feet. And then when she goes back, they're not there anymore. And that, yeah. I don't know. There's something just really creepy about that. I don't like it. It <laughs> ugh, gave, it get, it gave me chills. Like the first time I watched it, I was like, I don't like that. And then everyone's like, what was that? Like, what the fuck was that? And Caroline's like, what? And they're like, don't freak out. Don't freak out. And she's like, what did you guys see? <laughs> and, um, and then like, just, this is which one shit. And this is like what? 20 something minutes into the movie and it shit's already going down. Yeah. It's not too far into it kind of insane at the halfway mark yet yeah and so uh just shit starts happening like um emma's sitting there and all of a sudden her wine glass just shatters yeah i want to know like how did they do that effect that's what i want to know very curious Mm -hmm. to know like how they did that little uh practical effect because like they're obviously all most of them are all practical effects i feel like well yeah like how yeah I, I mean, I guess there is some like post-production stuff, but um, before we move on, I'm jumping way ahead, like at the end scene, but I just, I don't want to forget it. I was watching it this morning and I was, just, the only thing I can think of it in that end scene is like, oh my God, like they're filming this at home. Like I feel so bad for Haley because she's going to have to clean up her entire kitchen now <laughs> or no, Emma, it was Emma. Like, she well, and Haley. Whole, yeah. Cause like the spirit just completely demolishes their kitchen. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'd be so mad right now. <laughs> be like, um, can we get a cleaning crew over here to do yeah. this? Because um, yeah. You didn't pay me enough money to tear my kitchen apart and then put it all back together. Right. Do I do I get um do I get money to go back and buy my own uh, kitchen shit? Because that was all my kitchen shit right there that just got destroyed. So <laughs> Yeah. All my all my plates and glasses. Now I have nothing to eat or drink off of. So yeah, my expensive wine glass that you just shattered on a Zoom call. That's where Emma's budget went to. That's where Emma's yeah. uh, paycheck went to. Is to fucking pay for her new kitchen. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So then they're all like freaking out, and uh, so they're trying to get Cyan back onto the call, and uh, they can't get her like over Zoom again. But they're like talking to her on the phone and. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Haley's like, yeah, we've we've gotten some uh, interesting stuff happening, which is a weird word to say for all the shit that just happened. Oh, man, I'd be like, bitch, you need to get back in here because like shit is going down. Yeah, like <laughs> Haley's just so much more calm about it. She's like, um, yeah, uh, we had some interesting things happen. If it were me, I'd be like, um, get back on the call right now. Uh, we need yeah. you to shut this down because this is not yeah. <laughs> this is not an interesting experience anymore. This is fucking terrifying. Yeah, like this this is no longer fun uh innocent little séance. There's a uh, there's a little more uh to it now. So uh <laughs> so let's shut this yeah. shit down. But um then you get into like the whole thing where she finds out that Gemma made him up cuz she's like, "Oh, well Gemma, you were just telling us about your friend Jack, so maybe maybe it's him like trying to pass off pass on a message and then Haley's like, "I don't know, Gemma, was it was it Jack?" Then yeah. Gemma's just kind of like doesn't want to say anything mm-hmm. and then Haley's like she made him up and then Sion's like oh that's not good you basically invited because what she says is basically you've invited a false spirit into the yeah into the realm now and she calls her out and she's like I told you to respect the spirits and to respect this like seance 
and respect each other. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I because I, I think that's like another reason why this uh, demon, whatever this thing is, feeds off all of them because they start arguing and they're not mm-hmm. respecting each other either. So it's like it's just all this shit that's happening. And the fact that they've all envisioned this one person in their mind, this Jack character that's not even real they've mm-hmm. basically conjured up a false spirit so now this spirit is just fucking with them and mm-hmm. now dangerously. yeah dangerously fucking with them yeah and so um they're they're like okay so we're gonna we're gonna say goodbye to the spirit we're gonna say sorry for confusing you and then sans like all right uh we want to do one knock for yes two knocks for no and she's like um is there a message that you want to pass on? And you hear, you see Haley's light flicker on and she's like, my light just turned on. Mm-hmm. And then um, they ask if it's a friend. And then as soon as they ask if it's a friend, all of their lights in the, in their separate houses turn on and then they get disconnected mm-hmm. from Scion again. Yeah. Am I saying her right name, right? Say it. Cyan. Salan. 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 Yeah. It's a weird name. So I'm like, Cyan Salan. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's um, Irish. Yeah, yeah. And then uh fucking Gemma and Haley are arguing because Gemma's like, get her back on, get her back on right now. And then Haley's like, I she's not picking up. And Haley's like, I know how to fix this. She's like, I know what to do. And Gemma's like, You don't know what you're doing. And she's like, Shut the fuck up, Gemma. <laughs> yeah, like they really got into it in that scene. Oh yeah. And like, then they're both at their wits end with each other. Yeah. Cause you can tell that Haley's fed up because she's like, You're the fucking reason why this is happening now. So thank you. Um yeah. but uh so then she's like, just imagine, just imagine, you know, the rope around your waist, imagine the rope around your waist, you're cutting it, blah, 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 blah. we're going to say goodbye now. <clears throat> and I love how like the, the demon, the spirit, whatever you want to call it, kind of tricks them into thinking it's gone. Cause then when Haley asks if it's, if there's anything here, it doesn't respond. So everyone's just like, oh, okay, whatever. Everyone just kind of, but you can tell fucking Caroline's terrified. Cause she's sitting there oh, like, yeah. crying. And she's like shaking and she's the one that's like mostly affected by all of it. Yeah. And like her acting in this film is really, really good. Like it just mm-hmm. seems like it just feels so realistic because I feel like that's how I would be if something like that happened. I'd be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but did you notice that when uh Redina walks goes to walk to the bathroom to go take a piss, you can see uh her boyfriend hanging in the background? I noticed that on my first watch, yeah. See, I didn't notice that until my most recent watch, actually. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. because there's just so much going on and and it's not just on her screen it's like Mm -hmm. when it shows that part it's like on you can see all the other ones so it's 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 one of those details that if you don't look in the right place you're gonna miss it and it's like there for like half a second but she goes to i think i looked at her i looked at her screen because she got up and so like my kind of attention averted to her her zoom screen yeah but you can see like his feet like hanging behind her which Mm -hmm. is creepy because it's just so subtle um, and but I like that. I like the fact that they're not so in your face with all these like little subtle background shit. Like you have to yeah. really pay attention to the movie to see it. And if you if you don't, you're gonna miss it. And that's uh, well, never mind. I'll wait until we get to the scene. But just I'll bookmark this. Internalize <laughs> <laughs> it in your memory. Don't forget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, and then Caroline gets up to go. I don't know if she goes to the bathroom or something, but oh, well, and I also kind of forgot a little tidbit because in the beginning when they're all talking, Caroline talks about how she was like bored during quarantine and she was like, I needed, a, I was lonely. So she came up with like that uh, background where it's like her walking around mm-hmm. in the background doing stuff in her room. Yeah. And uh, so you get that again because they're like, okay, well, we're going to, because Gemma's like, I'm going to, I'm going to get out of here. 
And they're like, well, shouldn't we wait for everybody to get back? And she's like, no, I think I'm just going to just going to leave. And then uh, they're calling out to Caroline and they see her walk in and they're like, does she not have her sound turned on? And then I think it's Emma that realizes that it's her her background thing that she made. Yeah, it's like a live background. Mm hmm. And then all of a sudden, because like, because Haley's like, I'm going to call her. And then all of a sudden you just see something like fucking slam up against the camera. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what the fuck was that? And it's like, oh, I don't know. Just the way that, that they did this whole thing is like creepy as fuck. Um, and then just. Well, no, doesn't Caroline's laptop fall? Is that when her? No, you see like her, you see something slam up against the camera first and then it falls. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because they're all like, oh, her laptop just fell. And then she gets disconnected for a little bit, too. Yeah, she does. Yeah, uh, yeah she, go she goes away for a second, and then it's just them. And mm -hmm. uh, Radina's, like, have you, did you guys see, what's the, what's her boyfriend's name? Uh, Alan. Alan. She's like, did you see Alan leave? And they're like, no. And so she, you can see her in the background trying to get a hold of Alan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's calling his phone. Or I'm guessing she's calling his brother, actually, because she because she finds his phone in the bathroom. Yeah, but she's calling it. Yeah, yeah. And while that's happening, all this other shit's happening. Like fucking mm -hmm. shit's just going crazy at this point. So because Emma notices that her chandeliers or, or her lights in her living room slash kitchen are kind of swaying. Right. And then she goes to pan down and you see like the mask. Yeah, like the filter because she's she's constantly fucking around with filters on the Zoom call. Like she's always putting a filter over her face. And then she for I don't know if she turned it on or what, but there was a filter on and it's just like this floating face in the middle of her living room. And they're all like, what the fuck? <laughs> Which did you notice? And and I looked this up, too, because I noticed this on my most recent watch and I wanted to make sure that um, I was like, this is kind of far off. But did you notice that the mask kind of resembled the mask in Alice, Sweet Alice? I don't think I've seen that movie, actually. But do you know what the mask looks like? I feel like I do. Yeah. It's almost like the pinup girl from, uh, from the strangers in a sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they took inspiration for the look of that, uh, filter for that okay. movie. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then she goes to reach out to touch it and it turns towards her, mm -hmm. which I feel like is such an effective, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. It's super creepy. Um, and then she like takes the flower from her kitchen and starts like just throwing it all over the floor. And then you fucking see the footprint start to come towards her. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's well, and then her fucking kitchen. This is the part where we talk about with her kitchen, <laughs> which I really want to know how she pulled that off. Like, because if, if what we read is true, which obviously I'm assuming it is, they had to do all these effects practically. So the fact that she was able to fucking do that with all her cupboards and, shit mm -hmm. opening at the same time and shit like falling out like how the fuck did you do that yeah i don't know yeah <laughs> i'd be really interested to see like some behind the scenes type shit with this movie right i wonder if they'll ever uh wonder if they'll ever release that kind of stuff yeah i want to get that i have you seen that box set uh, the host box set no oh it looks I've so seen the, sick like dvd and stuff but I don't know if I don't know if it's just like a exclusive in the UK, but uh, oh my gosh, it's sick. I'll have to send you it. But anyway, <laughs> that's, we're getting off topic here. But uh, yeah, so like everything in her kitchen, just fucking her cupboards fly open, her drawers slide open or mm -hmm. break, uh, burst open and everything just kind of fucking falls out. 
And then that's when you see the footsteps walking towards her in the flower. Yeah. And then her light above her like breaks out. So she tries running out and something like lifts her up. Like you see her get lifted up mm-hmm. and then it just fucking drops her back down. Yeah. And so she's going in her room and then they're trying to get a hold of Radina. And you see that her like oven light is turning on and off. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you like see smoke just start billowing out from it. And so she's trying to get that. And then she comes back and she's like, what? <laughs> Cause everyone's yeah. like, come back, come back. <laughs> and she's like, what? And then all of a sudden you just see Alan fall behind her. Mm-hmm. And so Redina tries to run out of the house and something drags her back and you never roll. You never see what happens to Redina, which kind of drives no, me nuts. I wish you could. True. Yeah. Cause you never know what happens to her. Cause it just kind of like you see the camera and you get like that little speck of blood on the mm-hmm. camera. I'm assuming she like got thrown into a wall or something. Cause like she got thrown back like very forcefully. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then um, this is when Haley and I think this is when Haley and Gemma are arguing back and forth. Like this is your fault. Mm-hmm. Like Gemma's like, this is your fucking fault. And uh, <laughs> Haley's like, no, this is your fault. And they're just going back and forth. And then all of a sudden Gemma just gets fucking or not Gemma. Haley gets pulled out of the room. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's when uh, Gemma's like, fuck this. Like, I've got to take matters into my own hands. So she's like, just stay here. Cause it's now it's just her and Emma on the call. Now everyone else is like fucking gone. Yeah. Cause Teddy hasn't come back yet. Right. Teddy yeah, doesn't come back until uh, it's just Emma. Yeah. Cause Emma's like hiding under the blanket. And uh, Gemma's like, I'll be right back. You'll be fine. And she's like, don't li-. like, I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? You're going to leave me alone. Yeah, You're not going anywhere. <laughs> Like, I would hate that. I would be like, Mark, yeah. you, Mark, you are staying on this call with me. I don't give a fuck. We're, if we're dying, we're dying together. You're not leaving me. <laughs> Bye, Michael. Click. Yeah. Peace. Click. <laughs> but uh, then as soon as Gemma goes outside, she loses connection. So then it's just Emma. But then it, you see Teddy sign back in, which, which is weird because it's like, I don't know. I don't know if this is like, I don't know. It's weird because like what you were saying earlier with the point that you brought mm-hmm. up with them not being admitted back into the Zoom chat, Zoom call. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how does he just get back in? Well, him and uh, uh, Caroline, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, her uh, call gets disconnected and then she comes back. Well, I'm assuming with Caroline, it's the demon. But with with Teddy, it's it was yeah. just Teddy signing back in. But I don't know. Just little nitpicky things. But mm-hmm. <laughs> does I mean, it doesn't take away from it. Um, but then you just kind of see that little creepy puppet that Teddy's playing with at the beginning that you see. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he pops back in. He's like, what did I miss? And it's like, you missed a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of sad because it's like, if he wouldn't have come back onto the call, he probably would. Nothing would have happened to him. Yeah, that's true. Because he wasn't technically, he wasn't technically there. He was there when it started, but he wasn't there when they actually got the spirit contacted or whatever so like he would have been fine if he wouldn't have gotten back on the call mm-hmm. i feel That's like true. at least um but emma's like trying to talk to him she's like don't like don't go and you see like she the lights you're gonna die if you don't listen to me and stuff like that yeah oh and then this is when you oh my god i was i wanted to ask you this question because what do you think of the look of this demon in this movie the way i can describe it is it looks like the uh the lipstick demon from insidious but instead of red he's like black i was gonna say the same thing yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah because you get that scare with with teddy which i that's that part fucking got me (laughs) the first time and this yeah yeah 
It's like the 10th that, time me is, watching it. This is the scene that I was going to bring up that I said I wanted to bookmark. Um, Cause like this movie is so good at creating this tension and like stuff like earlier on in the movie too, whenever uh, Haley's walking around her apartment and she's taking pictures with her Polaroid camera and you don't see anything, but you think that there's going to be something, but there ends up being nothing. And the same thing's happening with Teddy. You think, Oh, something's going to happen. And, but then it doesn't and it doesn't and it doesn't. And then fucking boom, there's this thing right in his face. Yeah, because he's because uh, he's he's talking because like the power goes out in his house and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I just got to go. The power goes out here all the time in the country or whatever. So he's yeah. like walking up these stairs and then all of a sudden out of like the left corner of the fucking screen, this thing just pops mm-hmm. in and he like falls back down the stairs. Yeah. And it's literally like a split second that you see this thing, but it's enough that it like it made me jump out of my skin <laughs> still does like i'm still yeah. trying to find a time when it doesn't but uh yeah. well and i also forgot to bring up that when it's uh still Gemma and Haley and uh emma on the call caroline comes back in mm-hmm. and it looks like she's typed out a message and they're like i don't understand what she's trying to say and then all of a sudden you see the video of her just getting like fucking slammed against this computer yeah. the like her keyboard which um which is really cool when i researched how they did this scene with her so they basically sent her the prosthetics for that and she had to do them herself like she had to do all the prosthetics on her face all the blood and they basically did like a virtual workshop like i said at the beginning Mm -hmm. um like a like a step-by-step thing on how to apply all this stuff so caroline the actress that played caroline she you know actually did all that stuff herself and then she had like i think she had like a cushion or something right below her camera that she was like pounding her face into and uh just really cool like it's a really yeah, fucking she a, cool she's, she's got a career in makeup effects if she uh ever doesn't pan out with acting right because i was like that's just so cool like that's why i love this movie so much it's it, it's so unique from any other film because they really took they really took a time that could have been you know a time to just kind of like sit sit on their hands and wait for quarantine to get over but they really took advantage of this whole this virus this pandemic and really took advantage of the the tools and the stuff that they had at their disposal because they also talk about how you know they thought about how are we going to do this movie during quarantine nobody can like get together and they're like well we know people you know we know stunt people we know these all these people so they just contacted all these people and everybody got together to me it's really inspiring yeah definitely and i mean like they in the midst of all this, they ended up creating one of the most, if not the most talked about horror movie of 2020. Like this movie is so like your IMDb score was 6.6 or 6.8 or something like that. But I mean, that's a good score, but considering the other scores that you see this movie getting, like people are rating this like nines and 9.5s and like it's a damn near perfect movie in most people's eyes especially considering how they filmed it and um that they filmed it like fully in quarantine it's crazy it's fucking yeah it's just insane to me that they were able to pull all this off because Mm -hmm. when you get uh, this scene for example with teddy because he um runs outside and then he sees jenny and she's like Mm -hmm. uh she's standing there by the pool and she gets like yanked up into the air. And Jenny, uh, the actress that plays Jenny, she's actually a stunt woman in real life. Okay. So they had her attached to like a harness and they actually lift her up and then dropped her into the swimming pool. And okay. she's also she's also the same one that did the stunt for Emma when Emma gets thrown out the window and crashes down into that table. That okay, was the actress cool. that plays Jenny as well. Nice. Yeah. 
And uh, I'll get into what they did for that scene a little bit later because that scene's coming up. But the whole scene with Teddy where he goes out into the, I think it's, I'm assuming it's a barn that he goes out yeah. into. It looks like a barn. And you hear that fucking toy playing somewhere. Mm-hmm. And his uh, his lantern, he has like a flashlight and it like just basically bursts. Like the, mm-hmm. the light just bursts. And so he has his lighter. And uh, yeah. And then he ends up like something explodes. What explodes exactly? I don't know. Cause he's like holding, he's holding a lighter. He's got the lighter in his hand after that. And then all of a sudden something just like, it just blows up. Yeah, I don't know. And then you see him like laying there. Like you see the camera, like sitting there and he's just laying there. And then you see the fire kind of like, cause Emma's trying to wake him up. She's like, wake up, wake up, yeah. wake up. And you see the fire just like slowly start to like creep on to his back. And then mm-hmm. it just lights the side of his face on fire, which the actor that played Teddy actually lit his face on fire as well. Cause he, what? he's a, yeah, he's a stunt man too. Like he does stunt work. So he uh, did all this burn stuff. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen the behind the scenes uh, stuff for Final Destination 3, but mm-hmm. for the tanning bed scene, they actually lit um, the act, the stunt people that were in that scene on fire too. So there's like this, there's like this chemical stuff that you can put on your arms. Yeah. It's like and jelly. It only burns the jelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can only have it on for a certain amount of time. Then you have to hurry and burn it out before it like starts burning. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. basically what they did with Teddy is he just lit himself that's, on fire. That's fucking crazy yeah but emma's like sitting there under that blanket the whole time she's not moving and then as soon as teddy's dead you hear it come back into her house yeah and this whole thing this whole scene with emma is really scary too yeah because she she goes to peek out from under a blanket and you kind of just see the door open open yeah yeah and so she stands up and she takes like the blanket and she throws it and it like you can see a form underneath the blanket just standing there Mm -hmm. It's almost like that scene in The Invisible Man whenever she like throws the paint down the staircase and it just like encases over him. That's a good scene. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, But yeah, then she tries to climb out the window and you kind of see her like laptop fall to the ground and then you see just fucking Emma just get thrown out the window and lands (laughs) on that table. And yeah, so like I said, the actress that played that uh, played Jenny did that. And so what they did was they basically did the same thing that they did they had uh, her like connected to like a harness and it was kind of like a bungee thing. So the way it was made was that she would hit that table, but she wouldn't actually hit the ground. So she's actually a little bit above the ground. So the, the, the bungee cord would stop her right before she hit the ground. Okay. So, and they already kind of like constructed the table to kind of fall apart easily when she falls down yeah. on top of it, but she actually falls down into a real table. That's crazy. Good so for her. yeah, then basically emma's dead at this point because she got thrown out the window down on that table i'm assuming she broke her neck or something yeah um but then it cuts back to uh gemma and she haley's apartment yeah cuts back to cuts back to gemma and haley and gemma breaks into haley's apartment and i don't know why i find this this little uh effect funny because Gemma's just standing there and all of a sudden you just see something fly off the counter and just smack her in the side of the head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it just looks so funny. (laughs) It did look funny. I laughed at that part too. I mean, it looks great, but it looks funny. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, this is the part where Gemma's just like, fuck you. She's basically just like laid on the ground. All of a sudden everything in the kitchen just, all the cupboards just explode open and all the shit just falls. Yeah. And she's like, fuck you. And then she goes out there and she's like looking around kind of similar to the scene with Haley from earlier when she's well. And then when Haley, I forgot to mention this scene with Haley as well. Cause when she goes out there to start taking pictures Mm -hmm. 
she has that one picture on her Polaroid of it looks like someone's hanging in her living room. Yeah. It's creepy as yeah. fuck. Yeah, it was. Like, if I saw that, I'd be like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Buying a new apartment. Yeah, we're done. I'm done. <laughs> See that window there? I don't care if I'm on the second story or not. Which which begs the question, how the fuck did Gemma get into her apartment? Because clearly she gets in through the window that she was, like, throwing stuff at from earlier. Did she just scale the side of her fucking apartment building? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Because she's not on the second story, or she's on like a second or third story, because you can see from when she opens the window and Gemma's standing out there, she's not on the ground floor. No, she's not. So I'm curious how Gemma climbed up there. I don't know. But uh, yeah, then then you see, uh, um, all of a sudden you see like the chair from the kitchen kind of like move into the corner of the room. Yeah. And Gemma finds Haley hiding under a desk and they kind of do like the little elbow thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was a nice little nod to COVID. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, nice to see you, elbow, even though oh, they're not clearly not six feet apart. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then you all of a sudden just see that chair tor- turn towards them at the end of the hallway. And then you kind of get that scene with Haley again where she has the camera. And I knew something was going to happen at the end of the scene because if you pay attention real closely, you can see that the Zoom call is about to end. And so yeah. I was like, okay, so I knew I knew something was going to happen right before that Zoom call counted down because I was watching that as well. And I was like, I know something's going to happen. So then as soon as like it starts counting, I think it's like two or three seconds and then Haley goes to take another picture and then the demon just like pops out. and Yeah. Yeah. The call ends. Yep. And it's like, you're... The- yeah, sign up to premium to get more time or whatever. <laughs> fuck you, Zoom. Yeah, fuck off, Zoom. You see the mouse cursor moving around the screen, too. Like, after the Zoom call ends. Yeah, so it's like, hmm. hmm. Interesting. But it's really cool the way they do that, because they go through her contacts, and all the contacts are the people that were, like, a part of the film, which I thought was kind yeah, of a creative way like to do that. It's like the post-credits kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I had a question. This is the question I wanted to wait till we got to the end. Do you think it was really Gemma's fault that this happened, or do you think it's Haley? Well, I mean, it's it's the classic like what comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? Like none of this would have happened if Haley didn't um uh organize this whole seance, but then it might it might have went more smoothly if Gemma didn't fuck around and create this fake story. Right. Well, my, my question, my question being is um, I, I personally think it's Haley's fault and not only because she did this whole seance thing, but because she talks about briefly how she did it a few times before and stuff has happened. So what I think is that whatever this thing is, was already attached to Haley. Which brings us back to the beginning of this conversation of her apartments already haunted. Yeah. And I think I think Gemma exacerbated the problem by like creating, you know, this this thing in their minds, which allowed the demon to feed off all of them, because once the mm-hmm. once they all start believing that the shit starts happening, that's what's giving this demon more power to, you know, manifest itself. Um, so I personally don't believe it was Gemma's fault. Like, I think Gemma had a part in it, but I think yeah. the whole reason that this thing happened was because of Haley, because this thing was, whatever this thing was, was already in her apartment before it even happened. So, yeah. um, I think that's very interesting. And I, I want to, I wanted to kind of throw a little theory that I had out there. I think silent Salen might be a part of this somehow. You think so? Yeah. Cause she got out of there right before all the shit started happening. 
Mm-hmm. And then you you don't even know what happens to her. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, I wonder if uh, Salen like set this whole thing up to begin with, like you know, with the whole like the fact that, hereditary thing. Yeah, kind of like the whole fact that she kind of did the these sessions with Haley a few times before this whole thing mm-hmm. seems to me that I don't know. Uh, that's just a theory I have. I'm just throwing shit out. Like it, it probably might sound crazy, but I don't know. It was just a theory that I kind of thought of the last time I watched this. I was like, Hmm, maybe, maybe Salen's not ex- exactly as innocent as she seems. No, I think it's a good theory to be honest. I could see it being like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's host guys. Good fucking yeah. movie. Great movie. I fucking love it. I think it's fan fucking tastic. If you ask me, <laughs> what are your what are your final thoughts on this film, Mark? I mean, I've kind of already talked about it throughout the episode, but like just the ability to create this movie on obviously like zero budget, basically um nobody's together like it it was directed via zoom as well like the director wasn't in any of these apartments or anything like that uh i mean it's a it's a true testament to what people are capable of doing if they just have this creative mind and the drive to to do it i mean like you would never you've said it before with unfriended like yeah it's kind of been done in a sense but not to this extent and not like, I think this movie is better made than unfriended. And that's not to say that it's not to say that unfriended's a bad movie. It's just like, I think cause this one, like we know that they're in quarantine, like they're forced to be in quarantine. This is like, they've made this movie in the middle of a fucking global pandemic and, and look at what they've created with it. Yeah. And, and it go, it also, um, like with unfriended, they had more of a luxury to, to me, it felt like they had more of the luxury to like, okay, if we, if we fuck something up, we can start over with this one. It seems like it was like, okay, we got like maybe one or two shots at this. So we got to get it Mm -hmm. right. And it it, like, especially if like they're doing their own effects by themselves, like if, if one thing goes wrong, then they have to fucking set it all up again. And it's just like, Just so much, so much fucking work went into this. The fact that they had to set up their own lighting, their own cameras, their own this, that it's just, because normally you have a crew for that. Normally you have people yeah. that, you know, the actors don't normally have to do a damn thing instead except sit in front of a camera and act, which not, not saying that actors have it easy. I'm just saying like, you know, you take typical films that are made in normal circumstances and normal situations but with this one, it was like the actors had to do all of the fucking work themselves without mm-hmm. any sort of, you know, I mean, I'm sure they had some help slightly, but it's like they had to do all these effects by themselves, which is just incredible to me. Yeah. So I agree. It's a great fucking movie. So that uh, segues right into our um, story and quality ratings. So uh, what is your uh, story and quality ratings out of 10, Mark? Uh, for the story um i'm gonna give it like a seven um it's not like like we've we've just finished talking about it like this has been done before and like the whole like paranormal thing the whole seance thing like it's not anything new um so like for story wise it 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 loses a little bit of points for me 
but like that doesn't mean like that the script's not good or anything like that like it's still getting a 70 percent in my books based on on their ability to have this story on such a difficult platform to do it on um like fuck half the time we can't even record a goddamn podcast on zoom and here they are making a whole movie on it (laughs) um technical difficulties here and there um but i mean yeah like the script is really well done the character development is fucking fantastic uh in a 56 minute movie we really learn who each one of these characters are um very quickly so i think uh i'm gonna give the story an eight i'm gonna bump it up i'm gonna give it an eight um just yeah it's great and uh as for quality, I'm going to give it a nine out of 10. Um, basically for everything that I've already said, but there is some like very minor nitpicky things that we kind of talked about throughout the episode. Um, some little plot holes here and there, um, but nothing that's, that's like movie breaking or anything like that. Just the whole thing with like the waiting room on the zoom call, like how come some people had it and some people didn't and just like minor stuff like that. But I mean, the fact that the actors did everything themselves, pretty much they had to be directed via zoom and everything like that. Like, I mean, you can kind of push aside all those little nitpicky things, but it's, it's not a perfect movie, but it's really well done. Oh yeah. Um, so we must be right on the money with each other today because I have the exact same ratings that you do. So I'm going to give oh, the story. Really? <laughs> yep. Yep. So I'm going to give the story an eight out of 10 as well. Um, as you stated before, it's not an original concept. Uh, it's been done before a couple of times, but I think what sets this film apart from other movies of this kind is just the fact that it just feels so fucking realistic to me. Like mm-hmm. it just seemed, it seems, and the way they did it, like under the circumstances that they had, it's just, fucking incredible that this film was made (laughs) yeah to be completely honest with you it blows my mind um and then quality is also a nine uh and i gave it a nine just for the little nitpicky things as well but just the makeup effects the fucking stunt work the the acting like first and foremost the acting from everybody like there's not a single person in this movie that i think is a bad actor like all of them are so good Mm -hmm. because i feel like there's movies like this where you know, any movie, I feel like there's like one or two people that you're kind of like, oh, they could have done better. Like they could have been a better actor, but I feel like everybody in this movie pulled their weight and like everybody yeah. did such a fucking good job. So Definitely. yeah, nine out of 10 on that. Um, and then what is your favorite? I forgot to put <laughs> favorite scene and least favorite scene. Um, but what is your favorite scene, Mark? And what is your least favorite scene? My favorite scene, uh, I'm going to have to say Caroline whenever she's getting her face smashed off the computer, like as, as vulgar as that sounds. Um, I just like, cause it just came out of nowhere and it was so well done. Um, it's just a kill that you were not expecting to have. Cause she wasn't even really on the call at that point. And then she just like came back on and it's just like, you see a fucking bloody face getting smashed off a keyboard. And my least favorite scene. Hmm. I don't know it's hard to it's hard to pick like a scene because realistically every scene in the movie has like five or six of its own scenes because we're getting everybody else's call uh hmm 
I don't know. I can't. I can't really pinpoint my least favorite. Like, if you don't I have guess, one, that's fine. Yeah, I guess like, yeah, I can't. It's hard to. It's hard to pick one because, like I said, there's like five or six going on at any given time. Yeah. I'm going to opt out of that question. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I do have a least favorite scene. Okay. So. Maybe I'll agree with you then. So, um, so my favorite scene, definitely, as I stated from the beginning, I fucking love the, the beginning of the scene, like the first 10, 15 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. I love, I love the film in whole, but I just, I love these characters. I love their interactions with each other. I think this, the first 10 minutes of this movie are fucking hilarious. Like just some of the mm-hmm. stuff that they, they put in this film the humor aspect is just on the money like i honestly just feel like this is this is exactly what it would be like if i was on a zoom call with you and a bunch of other people that we talk to i just feel like that's exactly how it would be like we would just yeah you know we would be like we would be exactly like they are in this movie and it's just to me that is so enjoyable to watch that and it's so refreshing to see a movie of this kind especially with with you know we've talked about it to death with this episode but just the fact that they this isn't a long movie and the fact that they were able to cram all of that like backstory with all these characters in that first like 10 minutes is just incredible Mm -hmm. to me i don't know how they did that but yeah i really fucking enjoy that movie that scene a lot that whole like that first 10 15 minutes is just fucking fabulous um my least favorite scene would probably have to be the ending just because i just feel like it's and I'm not saying that it's a bad ending. Um, it just seems like the typical ending to a movie like this. You kind of get that with Unfriended. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the whole like pop out scare at the end where the, you know, and then the camera goes off. You yeah, know, it's just kind of, it's like that typical run of the meal, run of the mill found footage type of scare that you get in a lot of these films. I don't feel like it's the most creative ending. Mm-hmm. So for that, I'd have to say the ending of that with, Gemma and Haley probably is not my favorite so okay uh, and that's and it not to say that I don't like it it's just like I said before it's cliched a little bit I think it's been a little bit been there done that especially with you know I don't know I feel like they could have done something a little more creative with that but it's all good yeah I can agree with that then so yeah and uh last but not least uh do you agree with the 6.6 that this film got on IMDb do you think it should be higher or lower uh, I think it should be higher. I mean, we each gave it what seventeen out of twenty, which is, I don't know, I'm not even gonna. Would you say like an eight out of ten? Yeah, I would say yeah, a minimum eight out of ten. Yeah, we like give it like a seven point five or a, or an eight. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm actually really shocked that this film <laughs> got a six point six. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just bad, yeah, especially with how much po- how many positive reviews this movie has gotten. Yeah it definitely deserves higher than a 66%. For sure. So without further ado, Mark, are you excited to get into this last, uh, last portion of the episode, the we love horror trivia section? I don't know. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not too excited. <laughs> see I do. Oh, come on. You'll do fine. Can't be any worse than Josh. <laughs> Although Josh, I had this conversation with you last night Josh is fucking killing it at trivia on our other podcast. I don't know how the fuck he's doing it because when we recorded our episode uh, for another horror pod yesterday, we did evil dead. And uh, I tried to stump him with a bunch of these questions from like the, the trilogy. 
Yeah. And uh, even the questions that he didn't even fucking know, he just was guessing. He was like, I'm just going to guess it's this one. And he would just get the answer right. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? He's probably like he's he's set all this up over the past year. Right. Because he knew like he he's a mastermind. So this entire year he's been preaching to everybody about how he's terrible at trivia and he's no good at trivia. And now you guys have this podcast where you end the episode on trivia and here he is just fucking killing it. So, and and he plays it off like, Oh, I'm so bad at trivia, blah, blah, blah. Well, this is all part of his plan. Yeah. And he has, he always has to make it a point too. I just want to preface that I'm a really, really bad at trivia guys. So I'm going to do a really shitty job, but I'm going to get basically every, every answer. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's just Josh wanting to try to stay humble. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to sound too show offy, I guess, but yeah. (laughs) All right. Are you ready, Mark for? Yeah. All right. So this is the quiz I got off of Buzzfeed. So it's how closely were you watching the zoom call horror sensation host? Hmm. So, and it's a 20 questions, so we'll we'll breeze through it as fast as we can. This is normal for my 10 question round, but we'll we'll do 20. So um, question number one, Mark, and these are multiple choice. Uh, what is written in red bold letters on a plaque just above the door behind Emma? Is it A, courage, B, love, C, dreams, or D, home? I remember seeing this plaque. Yeah, there's one scene where you see her doorway like very vividly. Was it dreams? Yep. Was it? That is that is correct. Yep. That was yes. dreams. <laughs> so you got the you're hey, you're doing good so far. You got one right. <laughs> she seems like a <laughs> dreams kind of girl. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely a dreamy girl too. Uh-huh. I think she's gorgeous. Um as do what I. It, which is probably why you contacted her. <laughs> <laughs> you like want to get on a zoom call yeah <laughs> that kind of zoom call huh mark yeah <laughs> oh man all right so question number two what is the name of caroline's father was it a matt b tom c mike or d pat i think it's tom is that your final answer yeah nope it was pat, pat. Oh, okay yeah fine it's okay (laughs) i got i got the amount of letters right at least that yeah that's true (laughs) question number three which one of the three writers of host was not a zoom contact of Haley? was it a rob b zed or jed c Gemma, or d you're wrong all three were Haley's contacts is it Gemma? because like there's already a Gemma in the movie so with that yeah that's correct was it yep I almost picked D thinking that they're all on there. But yeah, well, I, when I took this quiz last night, I picked D and I was like, God damn it. I was like, that's a trick <laughs> question. <laughs> oh, so I was man. thinking like there's like having two gemmas in her contacts list. Like maybe that would be confusing. Confusing. Yeah. All right. And this is the question. So just to the listeners, I prefaced this to Mark before I uh, started the episode because this next question, the answer that they have right is actually not the right answer. So if you, if I'll let you know if it's right or wrong, um, regardless, if you say the right one, it's technically right. They say that it's not right. But um, question number four, what was the first word spoken in the movie? Was it 
A, sorry, B, hey, C, hello, or D, Haley? So there's sorry, hey, hello, and Haley. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, does Haley talk to herself? Is it Haley? Like when Gemma's throwing the rocket? No, it's uh well the answer that they have right on here that they think that they say is right is sorry because that's the word that's the first word that uh Gemma says when she's throwing the whatever it is at the window and she's like sorry can you let me in but that's not actually correct because the first word that's spoken is from Haley because she's walking around her apartment and she says hello I'm pretty sure she says hello because oh. she hears like the noises in her apartment yeah. and that's right before the closet door opens and then the shit falls out so I don't right, know why right, they. I don't know how why they have that as the first word spoken is sorry, but it's not. Hmm. Yeah. Hello is the correct answer. <laughs> okay. So I was wrong on both accounts. Yeah. But nice try. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going two for four right now. Okay. 50%. Let's go. Yep. All right. So question number five, after Salen gets disconnected and everyone goes to pee, Gemma's candle blows out by itself. A, correct. Or B, you're lying. Correct. That is correct. All right. Question number six. What was the order in which the host girls and Teddy joined Haley's Zoom call? Was it A, Gemma's laptop, Gemma's phone, Emma, Radina, Caroline, Teddy? Was it B, Gemma's phone, Gemma's laptop, Emma, Caroline, Radina, Teddy? Was it C, Gemma's phone, Gemma's laptop, Emma, Radina, Caroline, Teddy? Or was it D, Gemma's lap, Gemma's phone, Gemma's laptop, Radina, Emma, Caroline, Teddy. I know Teddy was the last one and Gemma's phone was the first one. Emma was third after Gemma's laptop. It's Caroline and Radina that are messing me up. I think it was C. It was, it was... It was uh, Gemma's phone, then her laptop, then Emma, then Redina, Caroline, Teddy. Is it? Yep. Was that C? That was C. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nice job, buddy. You're doing great. <laughs> uh, you're going four for six now. So, hey, you've got most of the questions right, except for two. So Perfect. All right. So who said it? Haley, honestly, if I die, I'm going to haunt you myself. Was it A, Gemma, B, Caroline, C, Emma, or D, Radina? Repeat the quote again. Um, Haley, honestly, if I die, I'm going to haunt you myself. And what were the names? Uh, A, Gemma, B, Caroline, C, Emma, or D, Radina? I feel like that's something Gemma would say. <laughs> Judging by the way you just said that, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> i'm brainstorming uh caroline nope it was emma fuck <laughs> oh man all right so who sneezed during the zoom call was it a radina b emma c Haley, or d both radina and Haley? i think it's d is that your final answer yeah I'm, i think it's both the two yep that's correct Sweet. so Question number nine, Mark. Whose candle blows out first during the Zoom call? Is it A, Radina, B, Caroline, C, Emma, or D, Teddy? I think it's, yeah, it's it's Teddy because he lights his twice. 
right? And that, and he, he was already off the call before Gemma's. Yeah, it's D. Yeah. Yep. You're right. All right. (laughs) Very nice. All right. So, question number ten. Question mark. I think so. All right. And I have seven, right? No. I think you have six, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, who said the word spooky for the first time in the movie? Was it A. Emma, B. Redina, C. Caroline, or D. Gemma? I don't know. Uh, Redina. Nope, it's D. Gemma because uh, it's when she when she first gets on the phone on the call with uh, with Haley, and she's asking Haley if she's done this before. And Haley's like, yeah, I've done this a few times. Um, and she's like, have th- has anything happened? And Haley's like, yeah, some things have happened. She's like, ooh, spooky. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, question number 11. Who among the five girls was the first one to get disconnected from the Zoom call? Was it A, Caroline, B, Emma, C, Radina, or D, Gemma? The first one to get disconnected? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say Caroline. That is correct. Yeah. Woo. Good job, buddy. You're doing great. You're killing it. (laughs) Okay. According to Salen, how does switching on some isochronic tones help the seance? Is it A, they help set the ominous tone. B, they act as a doorway to the spirit realm. C, they help our energy to join the vibrations of the spirit realm. Or D, they help Salen get in the mood. (laughs) <laughs> I like that last one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, but it's C. C? Yeah. That is correct. And then it says stay away from isochronic tones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who said never again to Zoom seances? Was it A, Caroline, B, Emma, C, Radina, or D, Gemma? Uh, Emma. That is correct. Oh, sweet. That was like 100% a guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they tried, they, I feel like they tried to trick you because they're like, <laughs> they already said that she was the one that made that other quote. So then yeah. it gets you thinking that maybe it was somebody else, but no, Emma said both those. So, um, all right. Next question. After they think they've ended the seance, we see Alan hanging in the Redina's background. True or false? Uh, true. Yes. Yeah. We already talked about that. Yeah. Um, all right. So according to Gemma, Jenny's a what? A, a nice person. B, rich bitch. C, fucking knob sack and a bitch. Or D, complete show off. Uh, C. <laughs> yeah. <The> knob sack. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So next question. How many Zoom contacts? How many Zoom contacts does Haley have? Is it A, 12? B, 20? C14 or D16. Jesus. Uh, is that like including like the post credit thing or is that just like whenever she's making the phone call? Um I'm going to assume when she's making the phone call. Okay. Unless mm. all of the, you know, the post credits are people they added into her address book as well, but I just like I remember her like clicking like there's a, f- a few rows I think maybe there's only two I feel like there's three but I don't remember how many were in each one 
I feel like this with this question, you can probably do like a little bit of a process of elimination. Like you can like rule out some obvious ones, maybe. What were the options? 14, 16, 12, and 20? I'm going to say 16. That is correct. What? No. All right, Josh. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) guessing the right answer. God damn it. (laughs) That's amazing. I know. Oh man. All right. So how many times does, uh, how many times does Teddy's brother's spooky toy play during the entirety of the movie? Is it a twice B three times C four times or D five times? Oh, it plays at the end whenever he's in the barn and he opens that thing up like fucking multiple times at the beginning four. That's correct. Oh, shit. <laughs> Killing it. oh man all right what was the last line ever spoken in the movie was it a we need to get out Haley. b we need to leave c did you see anything or d what the fuck uh c did you see anything correct sir Sweet. yeah because that's whenever they were taking the pictures with the camera yeah yeah um Next question. How many photographs did Haley take with her camera during the entirety of the movie? Was it A, 4, B, 5, C, 6, or D, 7? I'm going to say 7 because she was like clicking that thing like crazy throughout it. So I'm just going to take the highest number. That is correct. All right. Take that, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So. By what name is Radina's contact saved in Alan's phone? Is it A, Bay, C, or D? <laughs> Skipped all D. the way from C to D. Yeah. <laughs> Do we know our ABCs, Michael? I don't know. Um, A, Bay, B, Rad, C, Radina, or D, Headache? Headache. That's funny. Um, it's, it's Radina, though. I remember vividly whenever she's calling his phone. Correct, sir sweet and that was the last question so okay how many did you miss uh i think you missed what six or seven no i didn't miss that many i know i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i think i missed four so you got 16 out of 20 right did i actually though or are we just just thinking that yeah oh okay nice job buddy awesome i dig it thank you you did really fucking good (laughs) i mean you guessed a few of them and happened to get them right but you know (laughs) you still did good like just like my high school tests and oh is that what happened you just guessed most of the time just pencil whipped them (laughs) you're like oh the most obvious answer seems to be this one i'm just gonna put this one down (laughs) oh man i did i would do a b c d c b a a b c d down down the whole scantron sheet (laughs) (laughs) oh jesus and you'd get them right i'm not just kidding i didn't actually do that e d c b b c a d all that yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but yeah that was fun that was a fun trivia section that was was good yeah there's some really there were actually some really hard questions in there i felt like yeah, I was surprised you were able to find one on the movie. Yeah, I think that was the only one I was able to find, too. Huh. I couldn't find any other ones, and so, of course, it you just happened to be it. a BuzzFeed one. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> With 20 questions. Yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, that was it for the We Love Horror trivia section. Uh, thank you, Mark. You did a fucking fantastic job at that. Well, thank you. 
And uh, I also want to give you some credit because you got more questions than <laughs> what people normally get. Cause normally I only do 10 and you got 20 this yeah. time. So you still did a really good job. Well, thank you. You're welcome. It's that beard. It's that beautiful, <laughs> that beard, beautiful beard you've got on your face. It's very intuitive. Yes. I, I'm very wise. It whispers things to you. It's like, <laughs> number C. it's number yeah. C Mark. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah. Uh, did you want to plug in your podcast one last time before we hop off here? Sure. Hopefully I can do a better job than at the start of this. <clears throat> um. So yeah, I'm Mark from a podcast on Elm Street. I'm one half of the podcast, um, myself and my co-host, Brooke. Uh, each week we record episodes on a different horror movie. Um, you can find us on Instagram at podcast on Elm Street. Uh, there's a link in our bio that will take you to our, uh, our Public account where we have some merch. And there is our Patreon account if you feel like donating or supporting the show with, uh, with monetary things um we also have a discord server where uh we're planning on hosting some watch parties here and there we've done one already but uh, there's definitely going to be some more in the future uh and yeah i mean feel free to shoot us a message we're always open and willing to talk to other podcasts or to listeners or anybody that uh, wants to give us a time of day really so that's all very well said mark very good thank you good job you didn't even stumble at all so you did awesome (laughs) (laughs) and i have to i just want to gush about you and uh brooke for a second because you guys are fucking fantastic your podcast is so good um you know i've obviously been listening to your guys's since i started mine which you know we kind of started almost at the same exact time pretty much um i think you and brooke i think you and brooke had a few episodes ahead of us but yeah when we started you guys had just barely you guys were kind of still fresh face to the whole podcasting thing as well. And, uh, I mean, I talk about it a lot. Uh, you guys just really helped me through a lot of stuff, especially this past year. Um, so I just want to say thank you for coming on the show and just being an awesome fucking friend all around, Mark. You're absolutely amazing. And I love you. Thank you. You're making me blush now. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I have that effect on people. I don't know if it's my compliments or my, you know, charming good looks, but either way, (laughs) just kidding. Um, But uh, yeah, I love you, buddy. Thanks for coming on. You too. Um, But uh, of course. And uh, before we go, um, I'm Michael from the We Love Horror podcast. Uh, My podcast is a weekly podcast where I just have people on every week, like Mark, you know, different guests on every week and uh talk about various horror topics horror movies and so if that's what you're into you can listen to me anywhere you stream your podcasts and uh also i have another podcast that i do with my friend josh over at the horror movie crew check his podcast out as well um but uh josh and i have another podcast called another horror pod that we just uh, do rankings where right now we're in the first season of our podcast which is the franchise season so we are just picking random franchises and ranking each movie from that franchise. So it's kind of a fun, different kind of approach to a horror movie podcast. Cause we're not just talking about like one movie for, you know, however long um, we're kind of getting into like a discussion about different movies. So if that's something you're interested in, please check that other one out as well. So, but uh, with that being said, Mark and I are going to head out of here. So I hope you guys are having a good week and uh, we will see you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for having me. Oh, bye, Mark. Oh, bye.